I'm Deontay Burton, and I'm down to dunk. I'm Hamadou Diallo. Hey, I'm Danilo Gallinari. I'm Chris Paul, and I'm down to dunk. I'm Luke Dort, and I'm down to Dort. What's Dort? I, I'm not going to lie. I don't know what that was. In English, bro. I'm Darius Baisley, and I'm down to dunk. I'm Shake Gilders Alexander. I'm Steven Adams. I'm Andre Robertson, and I'm down to dunk. Yeah. On you. Welcome to Down to Dunk. I'm your host, Andrew Schleck. We're part of CLNS Media and DailyThunder.com. With me today, Abdul Nader, forward for the Oklahoma City Thunder. Abdul, what's up? Not much, man. Just being done with practice. Happy to be here. Thanks for having me. Yeah, glad to have you, man. So what's been different for you this season? You've shot the ball really well. Your percentages are up across the board. What's been different for you this season? Um... I really got a mindset, uh, a, a little bit different approach when it comes to games now. Um, really just playing without expectation, uh, expectations that I put myself or listening to any outside expectations and just playing the game like I know how to. And um, it really helps when it comes down to shooting and uh, removing like the thinking element out of shooting. Yeah. Does that also play into your role? Because it could be week to week. You don't, Yeah, it exactly. seems like you don't know exactly where you're going to be in the rotation. Yeah, exactly. So, like, some games I'll play, like, 20 minutes. Some games I play 10 minutes. And some I play 25. So, um, it's really up and down, like you said. So, uh, just taking it day by day really helps and game by game. That way, uh, if you expect to play 15 minutes every night, you're going to – it's going to end up backfiring, right? Mm Because I don't know. We don't know what that is. I don't know what that is. Yeah. So how hard is that? So you, you grow up playing basketball. You're probably the the best player on your teams growing <clears> up. You get to college. You transfer to Iowa State, Big 12 college. You're playing big minutes. And then you get drafted. I guess we'll backtrack a little bit. What was it like on draft night for you? What were your expectations on draft night? You were pick 58th overall by the Celtics. Um, what what was that night like for you? Um, it, was, it was a great night. I was... I'm really grateful to the Celtics organization for giving me my first opportunity. And um, it, it, it was great there, and I, I learned a lot. But um, as far as my expectations on draft night, to be honest, I didn't really have any. I wasn't sure if I would be drafted or not. Mm-hmm. Um, I know I had a great uh, pre-draft, so I think that worked in my favor. And um, I actually worked out for Boston twice. Okay. And uh, – yeah, they took they took a shot on me. And yeah. I'm grateful for it. There's a a lot of you guys on that Iowa State team that yeah. You guys I think there's like gotten a chance. Is there three on others? my right? on my Iowa State team? Yeah, there, was six. Me, Monte Morris, Deontay Byrne, who's also yeah. here, George Nye, uh-huh. Naz Long, Matt Thomas. Yeah, six. <laughs> oh, I forgot about Matt Thomas. Yeah, he's plays for Toronto. Yeah. He's having a good year too. Yeah, man, and he kind of got to the league in a roundabout way. Yeah. And so from being drafted, you played in the D-League. You didn't play in the G-League, right? Yeah, it was the D-League. You were so. the last year of the D-League. Yeah. You're the last r- rookie of the year in the D-League. Mm-hmm. Is that right? Yeah. So even then, you're still getting a ton of minutes. You're yeah. playing a ton. And so what's it like mentally to adjust to being a role player where you go from, I don't know, like how many shots do you get a night in the D-League as a rookie? As a rookie? <laughs> yeah, I, I could shoot 20 times yeah. if I want to. You know? And so now it's like, okay, you have – Five shots or yeah. two shots, and you better make them, or else, or else, or else it's it like, feels like you had a bad game. Right. So, what's that like? Uh, it's definitely a, a huge adjusting period. I mean, uh, that's why I try to take it uh, 
day to day now, like what I said, without the expectations because my first two years, it was like two, so many highs and lows. It was yeah. like <clears throat> if I if I went five five, like you said, and had fifteen points, it was I felt great. I probably played great for like a couple of stretch after that, just riding that high. And then next thing you know, you're, it's gonna happen. You're gonna have a shooting slump one game mm-hmm. where you're gonna go zero for four or whatever it is, and um, those were the ones that carried on the longest. Those were the ones that carried on like five, six games yeah. down the stretch. And I think um, having this new approach that I have has helped me so so far. Who's helped you kind of gain that new approach, or did you gain perspective from somebody, or is it something you decided on your own? What did that look like? Um. You know, I started reading a lot of books about, like, being the present moment and stillness and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, Coach Mark Dagonoff actually gave me a book about Sean Green. He's, like, a baseball player. It's mm-hmm. called The Way of Baseball. It's a great book. And uh, he, he talks about a lot of that and how he translated to baseball. And I read it this past summer. So it's kind of stuck with me a lot. Yeah, that's awesome. And Billy seems to be somebody that's very process-oriented, uh, do you do you find that to be House helpful too? Process. Well, he at least the way that he talks yeah. and like he always talks about oh these were good shots and it did they didn't go oh, in yeah, yeah. but that's that's the kind of shot I want you taking right. kind of thing is that helpful in your approach too? Yeah, I think so. Um, you know, I don't even the the way I look at it though I'm not even judging if the shots are good or bad. I, yeah. I, I I'm just playing the game in my game the best way I know how to. Yeah. Um, are there good shots and bad shots? Yeah, obviously there are. You don't want to just come in jacking. I mean, you just got to play with the feel, you know? Yeah, yeah. I think that makes sense. I was going to ask you, so you you're in, you have career-high shooting percentages. I'm sure you've seen those. You also are a career-high PER. Actually, I haven't seen them. You haven't? Oh, so you don't? So like don't how care. much stats do you look at? None. None? I don't even know how many minutes I played last night. Okay. <laughs> Okay. Okay. No, that's good. I think I think that's really interesting. Uh, do players talk about advanced stats at all, or is that just like something? Uh, I mean, some some do. Some get caught up in it. But yeah. on, on this team, I I really haven't heard anybody. I mean, this more the coach's job. They come in and tell us like, if we shoot this many corner threes, this happens. If you get this many stops in transition, this happens, or something. Yeah. Like, you know. Yeah, so they're using analytics, like yeah. applying it directly to here's what you need to do. Right. But players aren't af- like, hey, have you, no, you, don't have go you seen to- my PER lately? Yeah. Like this is- <laughs> okay. Just, just curious because there's so much out there yeah. that, I mean, you Google your own name and like, like right. every – Google's mean, the worst. Uh, <laughs> Google – I don't even have – I don't have Instagram you or don't. Twitter yeah. or anything like that. So That's probably – I mean – in this day and age, it's, it's probably, tough. It's just a, a distraction. Thing. Yeah, it's a massive distraction, especially even if you don't want to use it as a distraction, it yeah. ends up being a distraction. Because all you, I mean, you're just a few clicks yeah. away from viewing everything. Right. I really realized it when I deleted Instagram off my phone mm-hmm. and I kept like sc- like scrolling over, looking like, oh, that, it's gone. <laughs> it's <still there. laughs> I know. Yeah. And it's like an addiction for real. It's like it, every five minutes I was going, and then now it's like I'm. I don't really have a problem with it anymore. But yeah. When I first did, the, the, I first deleted this summer, just the app off my phone, like, yeah. just so I'm not. Yep. And uh, literally, I'm just scrolling every, like, five, ten minutes. I think it's going to be interesting. In the next, like, ten or twenty years, we're going to learn so much about, like, these technological addictions. Yeah. And what that does to people. And, like, we're kind of the guinea pigs. Yeah, we it, are. Yeah. Which is kind of a bizarre way to think <laughs> about it. Uh, so you moved 
from Egypt to Illinois, you were eight years old. Acor- yeah, about, according yeah. to Wikipedia, you were eight years old. Oh yeah, something <laughs> like that. Uh, yeah. I think yeah, I was probably like eight or nine. Yeah. Okay, so what was that experience like? Because you're old enough to have memories of that. Yeah, uh, it was great. You know, it was definitely a culture shock. Yeah. At first, I uh, moved to inner city Chicago. Then uh, later on, started moving uh, to the more north side suburbs, Evanston area. Mm-hmm. But um, when I first <clears throat> when I first got to uh, Chicago, I remember one of my earliest memories. So in Egypt, uh, I went to like a, a British school, like an okay. English school. Yeah, and um, it was like, and that's how all the schools were in Egypt. They didn't really yeah. have like, like, like they were all private schools, right? Okay. They weren't like government schools and things, public schools. Mm-hmm. But um, so you had to wear a uniform and. It, I had like a little bow tie, <laughs> like you the wore a bow tie. Yeah, that's how it was. And uh, and I just thought this had the little shiny like buckle shoes, all that. Yeah. And um, you got a picture of that somewhere? My mom probably she does. does. Okay. I, don't, I don't have that. <laughs> There's no evidence for that. But uh, I remember my first day of school, my mom dressed me up just like that to go to like a public school oh, in shit. Chicago. <laughs> <laughs> So I just walk in and everybody's staring at me. I'm like, uh-huh. whoa, like everybody's wearing like whatever they want. Like hoodies and, and it, jeans. And yeah, I remember whatever. one of the yeah. kids coming up to me like, you're weird, bro. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and how much English did you speak at that point? Barely any. Yeah. Like I couldn't understand most of the stuff. What's that, what's that like as a kid going from not only... It kind of helped me. It helped the transition because I didn't understand when like... Certain people were like either making fun of me yeah. or like, yeah. like I, it was just like I toned it all out. You Ignorance know? is bliss. I, kind yeah, of situation. exactly. Yeah, and uh, I just enjoyed it instead of like, uh, instead of some people might have looked at it as like they were being bullied or yeah, you know, I kind of just like all right, it just shrugged everything off. It just yeah. made it easier, and I kind of adapted that to who I am now. Like even though I understand obviously what people say to me now, it's like I. Just develop that skill to shrug it off. Yeah. And so is basketball kind of a way for you to to get in and get in with the, the American culture and stuff like that? Or? Yeah, definitely. When I started playing basketball, that's when I made my first friends and, yeah. like, really started. That's what helped me learn English, too, just talking with people, like, playing, yeah. going to the park all summer, playing with friends and stuff yeah. like that. So what age did you start watching hoops? I remember the first game I watched was when – it might have been 2001. Uh-huh. Is when uh, Jordan was on the Wizards. Okay. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> that's like the first like start to finish game. I had watched like parts of games sure. before and stuff, but start to finish. And that's when I, I like, looked over and my sister, she was watching it with me. I told her, I was like, I'm going to play in the NBA one day. Yeah. yeah. That's, you told her that the first game <laughs> yeah. you watched from start to finish. That is amazing. Um, so you're traded to the Thunder. Two summers ago, what was what was that experience like? What was going through your mind when you're when you were traded to OKC? Uh, I was just happy someone else someone picked up my waiver. Yeah, because <laughs> I got traded from Boston. I hadn't had a good year. Um, I was a low draft pick, you mm-hmm. know. So I I I was just hope I was I wanted someone to pick up my waiver. I didn't want to have to go into free agency and try to get another contract and stuff yeah. like that because you never know how that stuff goes. Mm-hmm. So um, it was really a blessing in disguise that I got here and they gave me a chance. Yeah. And so since then, 
there's been a lot of change within the Thunder organization yeah. itself. So you go through last season, and I'm sure, I, don't, I don't. What's it like being in the locker room, like at the end of that season, where you don't meet expectations and there's a lot of disappointment? You kind of flame out in the playoffs earlier than people thought you would. Yeah. What What's that like being on the inside? It's tough, you know. You always want to win. You want to do the best you could do, and we put so much in this game through throughout uh, six to seven straight months that. Mm-hmm. Uh, you want to you want to keep playing. You want you you know you don't want to go home early. And um, especially as a young player who uh, I remember my rookie year in Boston, we went to Easter's Conference Finals, and I didn't really play much on that team, and so I didn't really feel it yeah. as much. Where last year it's like I played a good chunk, and uh, it, it, it hurt a little bit that we that we ended early. Yeah, and then. Felt like all of a sudden Paul George gets traded. Yeah, was it as big of a surprise to you as it was? Yeah, to I didn't else? think I didn't think Russ or Paul were going anywhere. Yeah. Um, but you never know in the NBA. Yeah. So what? How did you find out about the Paul On George social trade? media? You did. Yeah. yeah. What was that like finding out as a player on on the team with him? Uh. I mean, it was a shock. I mean, I, I was grateful for the time that I had spent with them and what I, what they gave to me and mm-hmm. uh, the things I learned from them. But I text both of them as it happened. I just wish them the best in their endeavor, you know. Uh, you can't really dwell on it. There's nothing you could do about it at that point. Yeah. So you've gotten to learn from a lot of pretty great veterans in the NBA yeah. so far. Uh, who Who do you think you've learned the most from so far? Um, Chris Paul, honestly, yeah. he's the, he, out of I played with Kyrie in Boston. Mm-hmm. Out of all those, and they were all great leaders. Don't get me wrong; like Russ and P were great guys. Um, it's not shortchanging anything that they did, but CP's just so engaged with every single player, mm-hmm. and he's and he and he talks to you constantly, trying to make you, trying to help you, make you better. And yeah. uh, I think it goes a long way. Has that helped with your mentality too? Like your yeah, definitely. I mean, it, it, he gives you a little bit more confidence when you're out there with him, you know. So yeah, it's fun. Yeah, that's that's great. And with a lot of young guys on the team, yeah, that's sure what you that need. That's, that's <laughs> it's mostly needed. Because I mean, not every NBA veteran is going to walk into the locker room and no, say like, "I want to help everybody." There, a lot of them are like, "I'm going to get mine." Chris know? is Chris is unique in the fact that he's really. Um, like an open person, yeah. Like he doesn't have anything to hide, and uh, he's really open with with any kind of conversation you're willing to have. Yeah, that's 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 great to hear. <laughs> I'm sure Thunder fans are excited to hear that. We're gonna go through some rapid fire questions real quick. Let's do it. Do you have a nickname? Uh, Abdul Dooley. Dooley. Yeah. Okay. Uh, favorite fast food. Popeyes. Popeyes. Even though I haven't, I have, like I don't eat fast food at all yeah. anymore, but. If I was going to eat some fast food, I'd probably go Popeye's. Have you had the chicken sandwich from there? No, I haven't had Popeye's in like years. Okay, so you haven't (laughs) had fast food in years. Okay, so what's your go-to meal? Uh, Probably just like some sliced up chicken, bunch of vegetables, probably like like a veggie stir fry type of deal. Okay, Uh, favorite restaurant in Oklahoma City? Red Prime. Yeah. Yeah, that's big time. It's very good. You getting steak there? Yeah, definitely. Okay, good. Uh, Do you eat cereal? No. I don't eat any grains. You don't eat any grains? No. Okay. 
When did you eat cereal growing up as a kid? Yeah, you did. Okay, mm-hmm. well, what did you eat? What was your favorite? Count cereal? chocolate. Count chocolate. It only comes in November. <laughs> okay, that's a good one. Uh, do you play video games? Yeah. What do you play? Uh, a lot of different games. Uh, usually Call of Duty. Um, I don't really play in the NBA 2K or anything like you that. You ever played with yourself in NBA 2K? No, I haven't. Oh come on! I've been <laughs> thinking about getting it just so I could do that though. You got to. Um, FIFA, I love FIFA. Yeah. Uh, so you're a soccer fan. Oh, huge. Okay. Yeah. So you probably grew up as a soccer yeah. fan. And so who do you follow? Well, right now I'm really, I'm always following Ronaldo wherever he's at. Okay. That's that's He's been one of my, I started watching soccer before I was watching basketball. So yeah. he was one of my idols. Uh, obviously, I got to represent Mohamed Salah. Yeah. Uh, hopefully I can meet him one day because I'm a huge, huge fan. I think he's unbelievable. But Mainly just uh, Juventus and Manchester City for those reasons. Okay, cool. Um, did you watch cartoons growing up? Yeah. What did you What did you watch? I didn't really watch cartoons. I watched a cartoon that I used to love, and I still kind of really love to this day. Uh, Dragon Ball Z. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> awesome. Very good. Uh, you go see movies? Yeah, all the time. Yeah. What's What's the best movie you've seen recently? Knives Out. Knives Out, I don't know what that It's is. like a mystery murder movie. Okay. It's like mixed with comedy. Oh, what's that guy's name from 007? Uh, the newer 007, James See, Bond. The, I am the worst person to ask questions okay. like this because I've got a seven-year-old son, five-year-old son. Oh, okay, 18. so you watch like the Frozens and so stuff. So I'm, I'm cartoons all the time. Yeah, yeah. I'm whatever kid movie comes out, that's what right. I'm seeing. Uh, well, yeah, it's, it's, pretty, it's pretty good if anyone hasn't seen it. Okay, cool. Cats or Dogs. Dogs. I got three. You have three? Mm-hmm. What kind of dogs do you have? Two Rhodesian Ridgebacks and the Yorkie Pomeranian. Okay. What are their names? Cade, Bella, and Cookie. A cookie. Okay. Yeah. Awesome. Um, your favorite basketball player growing up? Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan. Mm-hmm. Okay. What about like modern era? Kobe Bryant. Kobe. Yeah. Okay. Carmelo Anthony. Carmelo. What was that like? We, I wasn't here. Carmelo with wasn't Carmelo. on. Yeah, yeah. Were you disappointed a little bit, mm. knowing that you just like barely missed him? Not really, because he shoots the ball a lot. <laughs> You're not getting his shots with no. <laughs> so what's it been like watching him kind of go through what he's gone through and then coming back? And it's amazing, you know. Uh, he's he's one he's a Hall of Famer. You know, he's one of the best scorers to ever play in the game, and I'm I'm extremely happy that he's gotten his opportunity again yeah. to show that he can still play. Yeah, that's awesome. And so, who you? What NBA team did you watch growing up? The Bulls a lot, yeah. even though they when they were bad, the Kirk Heinrich teams right. and the, uh, um, Ben Gordon. Uh, but then they got Derrick Rose when I was still in high school, and that oh, was okay. really exciting. Yeah, um, teams were good. No, they were. His teams were very good there. They went to the Eastern Conference Finals against the Heat that yeah. year. Um, a lot of people had picked them and won the title that year. Yeah, and then the following year he gets hurt. So yeah, or, yeah, that's that was brutal. Yeah. It's good to see him coming back. Yeah, no, it is, and he's playing well. Yeah, 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 that's awesome. Abdul, thanks for coming on the show. Thanks for having me. We appreciate you. Uh, Best of luck the rest of the season. Yes, sir. Thank you, Ross. Thanks.